That's like the new thing to do now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Please, could you also. just stick a swab up your nose before you go around? <laughs> I feel like that was another stressful introduction for us behind the scenes. <laughs> I know, this is why we haven't recorded the podcast for a little bit again. And then yeah. every time, it's like I just forget how to do any kind of technology. But also you were impressing me with your reading ability. Yeah, I'm reading a really small screen from really far away. Teeny tiny font, because I don't know if you guys know, Sarah has 20-20 vision. <laughs> Thank you very much. My <laughs> former housemate tested me and he said I had higher than 20-20 vision. I don't want to brag, but ready to be a pilot. Putting <laughs> that on my dating profile. <laughs> Hi guys. Hello. Um, great to be back. Happy New Year. Yeah, happy new year. It's 2022. 2022. Hope you had wonderful Christmases and New Year's, whatever you did. Mm-hmm. I hope you did. You know what? I also just had a thought of thinking. We started this podcast in 2020 in lockdown. Yeah. At the beginning of the first lockdown when I thought. <laughs> it was a little <laughs> pandemic thing. Just a little pandemic. Just a little thing going on. And here we are still in a COVID dictated world. Yeah, it's very bizarre, isn't it? It was just my birthday a couple of days ago and I really thought, oh, it's going to be my second lockdown birthday. But it okay. wasn't. Boris didn't lock us down, but yeah, still very, you mm. know, had a few people over, got everyone to do lateral flows before. Yeah. That's like the new thing to do now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really Please, could you just time. stick a swab up your nose before you go around? <laughs> but yeah, crazy. I know, very crazy. Crazy times. And we were saying like a lot has changed since we started the podcast. Yeah. Um, our opinions, I think, have changed a bit. Maybe your opinions have changed a bit. I don't know listening to this. Yeah. Um, it's been good for us to just kind of think about all these things and have a bit of time to actually reflect, reflect engage with conversations, what you actually think. Yeah, it's been quite helpful. I yeah, it has been helpful. Obviously, we always do, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, I don't know why you're starting on episode 30. Yeah. Probably not your best decision, but welcome. <laughs> yeah, welcome. I don't know where I would recommend you start because... No, I think the most wow. popular episodes still are the first ever episode. Yeah. John Mark Comer. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot of people have also listened to the sex episode. Oh. Unsurprising, that was a great one. Yeah. I think they're the three main ones, but I'm saying that based off of no data. I've had to just what you decided to be the most <laughs> popular ones. <laughs> no, I have looked in the past, but I haven't recently looked oh, okay. at any data. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. But well, welcome. So what were you gonna say we were doing? Sorry. I, I was gonna say we always do a check-in yeah. at the start. Just mm-hmm. to you know, see how life is going. We have spent the entire weekend together. Yeah, we have. And it was a long weekend because of your birthday, which was yeah, really lovely. Yeah, we had Friday off, went to a spa. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> makes reviews on the spa, to be honest. But yeah. it's relaxing to but, varying degrees. Yeah, the lady who checked us in, I don't know if she was having a bad day, but she was very stressful. I, d- I don't think she was a people person. No. To be honest. Which did come in your favour at the that end. Day, yeah, because she turned out to be my um, therapist. And um, like masseuse, not masseuse, not my one to one cancer. I didn't do that on your birthday. <laughs> I'd back it, but, but she genuinely had no interest in me as a person, which is actually kind of what you want 
in that kind of setting. Yeah. You don't want to talk. Do As you? opposed to mine, who mm. really was asking me about my job, what um, <laughs> kind of impact COVID had had on the charity sector, what how old I was. Yeah. Um, while telling me that my back was very tense. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't really want to talk, but I was so impolite. So. You are making me more tense. Yeah. You could stop. I just answered all the questions, fully engaged in the chat. Of course you did. <laughs> I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> oh, man. No, but it was nice. And then we went for a lovely dinner. We did. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive indeed. I feel like now I'm a grown-up. I'm like, yeah, small, low-key relaxing it's what I want is it I feel like you would also kind of want a big party now and again I yeah but not for me oh okay so celebrating somebody else it was a bit stressful so it wasn't Mm. stressful it was lovely we went to this restaurant with another friend (laughs) and they knew it was my birthday so they bought me like a birthday profiterole with a candle in it (laughs) lovely (laughs) and so I just then obviously blew out the candle immediately (laughs) as soon as and then it was pointed out to me that I did it immediately (laughs) basically because I was like no one better sing to me (laughs) I do not want any attention on me now. And, you know, me and the other friend, we respected that. Yeah. We didn't push, we didn't sing. Yeah, I appreciated that. (laughs) I would have not enjoyed that at all. Um, What else has been going down? Well, I think that we have discovered a few things. Well, since the last podcast recording, you have very much got into a TV show. Oh, I've yeah. been like jumping in the bandwagon of every now and again. Oh my goodness, because it was it after the podcast that I got sick or? I think, I think so. It was. You were really yeah. unwell. I just got like a, I don't know if it's flu or a terrible cold or something, but like. It wasn't COVID. Wiped me out. It wasn't COVID, thankfully. Um, and I watched a lot of Taskmaster. Mm. And then you've also got into it. Mm-hmm. I think we've got other people into it too. Yeah, I think we have. But it is very funny. It is. And um, I think <laughs> one of the things that just. <laughs> really cemented really cemented that we have different taste yeah is that if anyone's watched it you'll know who we're talking about and if not do a little google because it's worth it but i quite like alex horn who is the like sidekick kind of orchestrator yes he like orchestrates everything but there's just something about him I literally laughed out loud because I was at home for Christmas and got this text from Geraldine being like, I think I fancy Alex Alex Horn. I think I've got a crush on Alex Horn. I've got a crush on Alex Horn. I was like, what? And I kind of like Greg Davis, (laughs) who's like the taskmaster. I mean, I wouldn't say I have a crush on him, but if I was... That's going to have to choose. Between the two of them. I definitely, no questions asked. Oh, yeah. And no questions asked for me, Alex. There he is. There you go. We're never going (laughs) to fight over a man. Perfect. I think that's that's good. good. (laughs) because <laughs> that also when we were watching the holiday oh yeah we also got cemented in on that as well yeah i mean i'd go for jude law and i don't know if jude law and greg davis have anything <laughs> in common but you're going for like the comedy character i again. am i just oh i just love someone with a bit of like character yeah a bit of cheek oh unlike me i want someone to be totally characterless yeah i think so <laughs> well you're describing jude law no character sorry that's <laughs> <Yes>, character <laughs> But I love yeah. charming. I love the guy that Jack Black plays. I can't remember his name. Oh, he's cute. Yeah, but he's he? so much fun. He is. Lovely. I just love fun. Yeah. You mean the fun? I mean, I love fun. I mean, too. you do. I just think maybe I'm too fun. That's the issue. <laughs> what? So That's I'm why you love me. A big dull character. <laughs> I am Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> Yeah, you're Jack, you're Jack Black. This has been a big breakthrough moment for me. I don't know if you put your head in your hands. But... Yeah, I do, because you basically just called me unfun and said that I fancy you. 
that's, yeah, that wasn't really what I was trying to say. Okay. We'll take Well, that. yeah, no, you're funny. You are funny. Thanks to be French. I mean, I think most of the time I'm unintentionally yeah, funny. You are. Like I was telling Geraldine the other day, <laughs> when I was living overseas, I was living in a Muslim country where you can't have pork <laughs> or other things like alcohol. And then there was this place um, called the Bush Bazaar where you could buy things that basically had been sent to like the American soldiers that were kind of, you know, off the back of a lorry. Yeah. You could buy it for cheap. And one time I found like these tins of 100% pork sausages, literally said it printed on the tin. So I was really excited. And I was telling Geraldine how I used to buy sausages from the bush bar. And apparently that's... Just lost it. No, you lost it as well. Because you like, I just heard it. I just heard it for the first time. I've literally said that sentence so many times. Um, I also used yeah. to work for the Hot Sausage Company. Which yeah. I also didn't ever think there was a comedy part of that name, but... <laughs> <laughs> people have directed me yeah so that's if you have a hot sausage company next near to you they do mm. great hot dogs i stand by that so yeah wow yeah i've never had a hot sausage from the hot sausage company so i can't verify but i trust me maybe one day you'll never look back and <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, we found that you can do a headstand yeah we did we discovered that i can do a headstand yeah well, aided, aided significantly but, aided. No, but when your feet were let go of, you yeah. stayed up. Well, no, yeah, I managed to balance, didn't yeah. I? So I just needed it's good for strength. Help to like push me up. Yeah. Once we got there, fine. Absolutely nailed it. Going to work on that this year. <gasps> Maybe that's going to be my news resolution. Yeah. Okay. To be able to do an unaided handstand. Guys, I don't know how long we're going to carry on the podcast for, but I feel like we'll have to do one in 2023 just to make sure that... Just to discover, can, yeah. I, can I do can it? Can you do it? Maybe that's when we'll reveal your face upside down. <laughs> <laughs> in a headstand. <laughs> the best angle. Such pride on your face. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Look what I can do. That would be awesome. Yeah. We also just had a pre-podcast snack of cheese and oh, pineapple yeah. on cocktail sticks. Which is a win. Absolute retro. It's a real, throwback. Yeah, real vintage snack that I'd forgotten about. Yeah. I'd never had it as a child. Very tasty. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely delicious. That went down a tree. I also love that you are three drinking it right now. <laughs> I'm just double doing it. <laughs> I've got a cup of tea, glass of squash, cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely bossing it. Yeah. There we are. We had some leftover Prosecco and you can't leave that for long. Can no, you? yeah, you can't. That needed to be used, to so, be fair. So. One of my news resolutions is to not waste any unnecessary food. So you're going to open a bottle of Prosecco every week? <laughs> no. No, I know. So. If it's open. Yeah. You know, drink responsibly, people. Yeah. Get that in. Great fun. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this whirlwind tour from our, you know, year. We've, we're nine minutes in, so we should maybe even... Yeah. Oh, ten minutes. Oh, ten minutes. Sorry, oh, guys. Not rambling. So we got some great feedback from the oh. last episode. Some things to think about. So I thought, always good to share that. Mm. Um, I just feel like I always take over reading these now. Well, we discovered on several episodes that I can't read. Well, you can read, but... It's just, just the pressure. It's like do. the pressure yeah. of it being recorded. Can't do it. You're up. We're not all, you know. We're not all flawless. <laughs> <laughs> I can only dare, dare to dream to reach your level. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I'm going to struggle now. So someone wrote in and said, Hi, Sarah and Geraldine. Just been listening to episode 29. And I thought you should know that there are more Aussie single listeners. Woohoo! Because we quoted from an Aussie single listener um, last episode, if you don't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he said, love your podcast. It was a huge help for me living alone last year in lockdown and a big encouragement for me in thinking about relationships, love, singleness, etc. Also, you two are hilarious. Oh, thanks. Sometimes other places of singleness wisdom are a bit stilted and serious. 
you are serious but also fun Aww. thank you hope more episodes come soon oh that's nice thanks yeah. thanks for the feedback i'm glad that we are serious yet fun yes and very good to know that we have more than one single male listener in australia is it male or yeah he male? is male. oh great perfect yeah. he didn't name himself as such but he did sign off with his oh, name okay and if it's if you're not a man i'm very sorry very sorry <laughs> it definitely wasn't ordinarily a man's name <laughs> Um, okay and then we had another email um it was quite a long one so i'm just reading some of the highlights and so this is another man and he writes saying i should say that i think that what you're doing is really valuable i happen to be a big fan of marriage and i'm way happier than i ever was when i was single but then i always thought i would be what i found sad about church was that there was simply no teaching or support for single people when i went i doubt much has changed so he explained that he used to be a christian and he doesn't go to church anymore yeah um you were just left to your own devices and told to pray about it. Given that getting married is, to my mind, the biggest decision you're ever going to take with another human being, I found the lack of teaching on it something of a dereliction of duty. Mm-hmm. I just want to tell single people that marriage is not perfect, but it is great. And the best way to find it is to get on with it. Stop mm-hmm. waiting for God to open his little black book to arrange a date for you. I think it's more about developing a relationship with someone than it is about expecting a Hollywood rom-com spark. Let's face it. That's your tagline. Yeah, let's face it. Um, most people take several months to get engaged, yet so many people are happy to say no to even having a coffee with someone because they're clearly not the one. With the benefit of hindsight, I find that very odd. Mm. When I was a Christian, there were loads of single Christians of both sexes around an older and wider, wiser Christian's house. We were sat around bemoaning the fact that we were all single and he simply said, you should go out with each other. I thought, but there's no spark. He was absolutely right, though. It's the only sensible thing I ever heard from a Christian on the subject of dating during my many years of going to church. So keep up the good work. I just wish the church would take up the mantle rather than leaving it to people like you to do their work for them. Because for me, at least, marriage is great, and I'm sure that is true for most people. Aww. Yeah, that was really interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Just, I know. Kind of reiterating some of what we've said, but yeah. actually, we need to have a bit more autonomy in it. Yeah. In our dating lives. Yeah, and yeah. actually maybe not looking for the perfect thing, but no, yeah. trying and seeing. And and I think, no, I think it's, well, we're just diverging again, but I think it's really knowing more about yourself as well mm. to be able to date well. Yeah. What are you looking for? What do you like? What is needed? And I don't think you know that until you go on some dates. Yeah. yeah I don't can't. think you know. When people are like, oh, what's your type? I'm like, mm. uh, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, I think it is a lot more about character than like appearance probably but mm. I think when you grow up you think like oh I want xyz it's often about like physical appearance oh, yeah. rather than yeah character yeah or like um job qualities like things mm-hmm. like that rather than actually maybe like the value the characteristics and those sort of things I think they're very yeah. important for the values yeah for sure and he spoke also about in this email like <clears throat> I think we'd said in the last episode um about like what makes good girlfriend boyfriend material i think i'd said something about like oh, i don't really care if they own their own house or yeah. whatever. and he'd said it is important you know thinking about actually how people spend their money and i totally oh yeah that. absolutely like i don't mind if you have loads of money or not but actually it does matter to me that you use yeah. your money wisely that you're generous mm-hmm. that yeah absolutely <laughs> we did have a bit of an exciting experience <laughs> earlier today actually yeah, no we did <laughs> I um, thought I got some like Christmas money. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to treat myself and get some things that I really wanted. So I used my money to order some shelves. 
very um, cute like yeah really yeah. nice like kind of macrame hanging, hanging shells which were really lovely and I was waiting for this to be delivered and this huge box arrived and I was like oh my goodness have I completely just not like looked at this properly is this going to be the world's biggest shelf and then inside the box three extra shelves have been posted to me four shelves four shelves yeah the worst part of that story is who opened the door for the parcel? <laughs> me. It was much heavier than expected. And I'm taking it inside and somehow the belt loop from my jeans <laughs> got caught on the door handle of our front door. And I like literally couldn't move. So I was trying to move this thing, but I was stuck on the door and then this mammal pass and was like, ooh, heavy box. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. yeah I'm trapped. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Mm. I felt like, oh, just very, I just didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you came in okay. Yeah, you did, did. positively. Like, like, this is what's just happened. And to be fair, when I did hear that guy walking past me with a heavy parcel, but I just assumed that it was the delivery guy. Yeah, no, different man. He, he was like, nice, though. He had a little laugh about it. Oh, great. Didn't have to help me, but that's okay. <laughs> we didn't know I was trapped in the door. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I stalled it out. Um, okay. And then another bit of feedback we had, mm-hmm. um, which was about the defining the relationship episode. Um, she wrote, I have some thoughts about the can boys and girls be friends thing. I strongly think yes. And I don't mm. think you need to define the relationship in as a blunt a way as I feel that could make it weird. Totally fair point. Yeah. If it was me and I had a guy mate who I was spending time with as friends, I would drop things into the conversation like, I was thinking about trying out a dating app or I haven't been interested in a guy for ages or it's so great to have a guy friend that I can just hang out with or things like that in a natural way so he'd get the picture without a super awkward conversation. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of doing it. Because yeah. I do agree, I do think that girls and guys can absolutely be friends. 100%, yeah. I've got lots like, of great guy yeah. friends. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's good to... Yeah. If I guess it's just if there's a question mark over it, that's when, or if you think, I think they think it's more than just friends. Maybe have that clarifying yeah. and maybe do these like drop-ins. Yeah. Being suggested because I think that's quite clever. Yeah. Well done. Mm. You should make a podcast. Yeah. Maybe take over this one. <laughs> I get some better advice. Or we could like just have someone come in. Yeah. Could have like the agony ant section of this person. Yeah. I'm sure she'd love it. Come in and give some wisdom. I'll drop her a message. Perfect. Um, and then we asked you guys for trick-or-treats. We only got one trick-or-treat, but I like it. So how, you know, you can maybe lure someone in. <clears throat> yeah. Um, someone said, a trick-or-treat I heard from a friend recently, spray perfume on the back of your neck. So when you hug, you smell great. Ooh. Quite a good one. That is quite a good one. So there you go. Little tip for you for the future. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Get that perfume on the back of my neck. Here we go. <laughs> Good tea. Go. Okay. Um, we bought back Tinderella, so should we Tinderella again? Yeah, we can. Can I do mine? Yeah. Um, <laughs> although we've already basically covered it, because what I wanted to show is what I think is great about you is that you often bring a huge amount of joy to people by saying so many great innuendos without realizing what you were saying. <laughs> yeah, I do. often I still don't understand often why people are laughing. What is happening? And I think like when you were talking about getting sausages from the Bush Bazaar, that was one absolutely fine example. I can't think of any more now, but you do it all the time. Yeah. And I do just, know I do that and it's really unintentional. It's very endearing. That but it also brings a lot of joy. Yeah, I mean I don't know how to stop doing it, so I'm probably gonna carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great, because I don't think that's a bad quality at all. 
And I was going to say for you, I really appreciate your like cooking and baking prowess. That was exemplified yesterday when you made me an incredible birthday cake. Mm. It was a chocolate Guinness cake. It was absolutely delicious. One of our friends said it was the best cake she'd ever eaten. Yeah. Oh my God. That was like high praise. Yeah. It was delicious, guys. Absolutely delicious. And like first time recipe. So it was fun. And you enjoy it. And you were like, yeah. I'm really excited to bake this cake. And I was like, well, that's great because I'm really excited to eat it. <laughs> so it's like a win-win yeah. combination. Absolute win-win. Mm. So and it was a good cake. It's got great. some left, which is quite nice. You know, you can have a bit later. Winning. Have a bit later and watch a film. So oh, yeah. better race through this podcast. Yeah. Priorities, people. <laughs> cake to eat. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. Okay. So then we were trying to think about what myth to challenge. <clears throat> And mm. it's come up quite a lot recently. Like I've been thinking about it. I know you've said it and yeah. other people have said it to me. So the myth we're going to challenge is that my dating history slash our dating history, anyone's dating history, not specifically mine. <laughs> we're going to dive into your dating history. <laughs> yeah, if we could just unpack it, it might take a while. No, it wouldn't take very long at all. That's why it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh gosh. So the myth is my dating history is embarrassing. Yeah, I think this is a good one to unpack. Because we were just talking about it before we probably should have been recording that. Yeah, because we had a great chat. Very wise. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. But I think like, because what we wanted to think about is like, why do we view our dating history as embarrassing? Because I think, I think, well, I think people across the board would say that. Like, so whether it's like, I feel like I've had no experience or I've not dated or I've only ever had like one day, I've never had a long-term relationship. I've never had like a boyfriend girlfriend I've never done that or equally people going on the other side and being like I feel like I've dated too much or you know yeah why have I dated all these people and it's never worked out yeah what's wrong with me oh it's embarrassing if I say I had all these relationships because then people (coughs) will think that I have some great character flaw yeah because I feel like we constantly are never satisfied and I think part of it could be because of the culture so partly the church culture and partly also like societal Hollywood kind of culture. Yeah. As well. Yeah, because we were ways. saying, I mean, if you listen to this and you're like, I've never considered that my dating history is embarrassing. Great. Great. Don't be embarrassed. It's not. But if you're like, oh, yeah, like if you go on a date and then someone asks you, oh, tell me about your like past relationships. Mm. And then you're like, oh, I haven't <laughs> really had any. Yeah. And then you feel embarrassed or you're like, oh, well hear all these relationships that went wrong or somewhere in between actually I don't think that it should be embarrassing Mm. I think it might be hard it might be painful to talk about they're all valid but I don't think it's embarrassing because it's your story and your story's not embarrassing you might do embarrassing things I do all the time put my bell loop stuck in a door today (laughs) (laughs) but then we were thinking yeah why is that and so we were wondering if it's like the idea that in the church or in Christian culture I don't want to speak negatively about the entire church in Christian culture we're like given this idea that we should just meet mm. someone and date them and marry them. Yeah. And the date them is kind of like, or a means to an end. Yes. So like, yeah, it, it really is, isn't yeah. it? Like you date to get married. So then there's that thing. So then really the person that you date should be the person that you marry. So there's that side of it. But then in society and culture and like Hollywood and what we see around us, yeah, in magazines, everywhere, people always have really attractive partner boyfriend yeah. always dating yeah constantly dating different people if you watch gossip girl like i did at uni 
if they were single for like a week, it was mm. absolutely nightmare. It was like, oh, I'm choosing to be single for this like, <laughs> period of time. Yeah. And so then we've got these two things that don't fit together and yeah. we're trying to live up to both of them. Yeah. They're kind of like polar opposites to a yeah. degree. And then it's not possible. Mm-hmm. And then either way, you feel embarrassed. Yeah, you can feel, yeah, like you've not achieved perhaps what um, might be like a good Christian example or equally you've not achieved what would be just like a normal in culture yeah experience and like trying to navigate that but I also think we do so much kind of generalizing generalizing yeah as well because I think every, like everyone's dating and everyone's relationship status and journey is so different and so unique but I think one of the biggest things that we see is like what we're watching what we're seeing like that kind of dating culture and I think it's very different for groups of people as well and what their expectations are and what their hopes are for it. And I was thinking that like in Hollywood, in TV shows, we see the relationship, right? So we see how it comes into being, how people are with each other, the relationship because you watch it. And that's like when you watch something or you read something, you can feel so like emotionally involved in it because you see the whole thing. Whereas when your friends are dating people, you don't see all the ins and outs of it. You just see them. You yeah. see them come to events together. They seem happy, blah, blah, blah. You don't see like... The private conversations. Yeah. So yeah. then all we have to really live by is what we see, which is fictional relationships, basically. Yeah. We don't know how other people's experiences are. Mm-mm. And so it's very easy to kind of put ourselves... Think we're doing something wrong. Yeah. Whereas actually, no one's got a perfect relationship. <clears throat> no. And there's not one way to do it, I don't think. No. If there was, it would be great. I'd love for someone to tell me. Yeah. Save some time. This is how you do it. But I think as well, there's no, like, we genuinely don't need to be embarrassed by anything. I think what we need to do is be kind of true to where we're at within each kind of moment or phase within our lives. Like, sometimes you genuinely really do want to be in relationships and then that happens and it's good. And generally, sometimes you don't want to be or you're not actively pursuing it. Mm. And that's also fine. And then maybe like a few years later, you are. And then you're like, oh, I should have used that window better. But actually, you were being true to yourself at whatever stage of life you were in. Yeah. And it might be that actually you wanted to be in a relationship back then, but you didn't think it was okay today yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then that can cause like some regret yeah. or frustration or whatever that you feel like you missed your chance, which we talked about before. Mm-hmm. And you haven't, by the way. Yeah. FYI. Um, but actually, it doesn't... I just think we can have like things that we wish maybe we'd done differently. I don't think it's helpful to dwell on them, but it could, you know, that's okay. But I just think it's not an embarrassment. Like I love laughing at my embarrassing Mm. stories. I'm happy to share them with the world. I just can never think of them when we come to record the podcast, unless they've literally (laughs) happened five minutes ago, like the (laughs) belt loop one did. But I just think your story shouldn't be embarrassing. And if you're on a date with someone, which I feel like probably a lot of people have experienced and they ask you, about your past and you're embarrassed about it mm. I'm just like questioning where that comes from and I don't think that that comes from God or from a good place yeah I don't think like if someone is making you feel bad about your experience your history that's not mm. I don't think that's worth pursuing to be honest no. you want to be with somebody who's going to understand or like support and not question it but just be like no that's fine why would there be an issue there either way and if if you're embarrassed about it yeah you're not going to be upfront and honest about it you're going to avoid it and then they're not going to understand what's going on like if they're much more experienced in relationships and you're 
acting a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it's kind to them to explain. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is new for me. I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Because I feel like, and also like you're treating that person with respect as well and yourself of being like, no, this is like who I'm at. And then they can make an informed decision as to whether actually this is something that they would be able to pursue or not with you. And I don't think anyone else would think, oh, that's embarrassing. They might think, oh, that's a bit unusual. Yeah, just be like, oh, I've I've not experienced that before or I've not seen this before, but that's... Then you're just more of an enigma, intriguing. Yeah. Ooh, want to find out more. Let's go on that second date, please. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you've what yeah I know and we were saying so we also may have binge watched when I was ill <laughs> never have I ever which is a great Netflix show absolutely great Netflix show I genuinely if you've watched it I don't know if this I don't know if this is embarrassing this might be embarrassing just share it I think it's I great I was like oh my gosh I really fancy Paxton yeah and he's not the kind of person like his character is not the kind of person I we go for because he's no. like the bad boy like a bit disinterested yeah. in you know life anybody <laughs> can't be bothered to pay attention at school I was a very you know paying a lot of attention at school but then I was like this is a teenager I'm really worried like I was genuinely worried yeah you I? were I had to google him yeah, he's 30 <laughs> well he might be 31 I don't know anyway he wasn't a child he's like very much an adult like in the same age bracket as me you know he'd fit into if I was to put like age into restrictions on online I think dating. that's okay it's not massively you know different I don't want to reveal my age but you know it's not massively different from my age um <laughs> but it was touch and go there for a little minute I was mm. quite stressed yeah, no. You witnessed the whole thing. I did witness I think the I might have thing. had to pause the show, actually, to Google it without missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is very entertaining. But that one, that show was just about, like... Oh, yeah, I forgot what you even brought up. I just, got, <laughs> just, oh, Paxton, I just want to talk gone. about Paxton. He's just so beautiful. <laughs> Love he him. Is. If you're listening, Paxton, slash actor that plays Paxton, don't know his name. No idea. Sarah's ready for a date. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I would make my life. <laughs> But, um, like, that is about, like, a girl trying to date and, like, get a boyfriend because that's, like, well, I guess this is, like, teenage high school mm. stuff. But, like, again, like, like that's being taught and shown from such a young age. Like, you have to have a boyfriend to be cool because that's the thing. They're not a cool group of friends and they try to become cool yeah. by getting boyfriends. And then it's the drama around that. And then, yeah, like, I don't want to give any spoilers, but mm. she ends up, you know, having a lots of romantic encounters. She's young. And then you think like she had so much romantic drama, I think more than a lot of us have probably had in our whole lives. Yeah. And then that's like the expectation. And yeah, if you watch Gossip Girl, I think they're like 17 years mm. old and they have so much drama. They're all like sleeping yeah. with each other. They're all like, I mean, at these very fancy parties, which to be fair, probably cost more than I have spent in my entire life. But you get this kind of impression of like, <laughs> that's normal. Yeah. And you kind of know it's not normal, but you think maybe something in between that and my yeah. experience is normal. Yeah. And actually, I also think when I was younger, I really wanted to just be like normal and fit in. Mm. And now I'm like, why the heck do I want to be normal? Yeah, just be yourself. Be true to who it's you like are. It's like trying to just be normal is boring. Just, yeah, be yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, do those quirks. Like, one of the things, one of the best things I read, and I've probably spoken about it already in the podcast, but was the Georgia Nicholson books. Oh, the Angus. Yeah. Angus, yeah. Angus Thongs and Full Frontal Snogging. There was, like, a book series <laughs> mm-hmm. which just continued, and it was about her drama of dating, like, three different guys in that process. But yeah. that was, like, very British, which I yeah. also really appreciated. Because a lot of the other stuff is quite American, which, we're, you know, we're not American. 
we can't really relate if to you're culture. american we don't judge you oh yeah no fine. we don't you you, you carry on but us as <laughs> but british yeah. in in a british culture we can't really relate exactly to that no so that's kind of still fantasy a little bit but what i really loved was just like how relatable those books were but even still she was dating three different guys and the drama around that and everything very entertaining yeah very, very entertaining and yet but... more drama than we've probably had yeah in most of our lives Mm-hmm. so there is like kind of that I guess expectation that you should be yeah. dating a lot versus a kind of um culture within Christianity of being like you shouldn't be dating yeah and, it's hard and how do you how do you navigate between the two or like how do you how are you treat yourself without feeling embarrassed either way around either thing and I think from us doing this podcast we have talked about this so much more and I've like realized a lot of things that I subconsciously believed I don't I don't honestly think I was ever told it specifically I think it was just culture and what I was seeing around me and what I was mm. hearing that talking about I'm like what the flip like I was believing really weird things we talked about we didn't talk about anything mm. and actually from doing the podcast I'm like oh yeah if I actually thought about any of this in detail yeah. I would settle in a completely different place. And I think that's kind of what we want to say as well as like where you settle, I think it's like between you and God and what mm. you feel is right for you um, in terms of actually you might not want to date, like go on online dating. That's absolutely yeah. fine. You might want to go on online dating. That's absolutely fine. You might want to go and ask someone out. You might feel really like right now you don't want to date anyone. Yeah. You might feel like you never want to date anyone. Like whatever you settle on, that's fine. But I just feel like actually it's really good for us to think about this. And we don't want to tell people what to do because we no. are not experts and we're figuring no. out as well. Absolutely. But it's healthy for us. We think about every other area of our life. We think about what we're going to do for our job, where we're going to live. And yeah. we make decisions. We engage. And I think really that we were created to make wise decisions. So yeah. I'm not, I don't think people should just go and make crazy decisions. But I think you shouldn't live feeling embarrassed no. about who you are or what you do actually if you've made a choice to live the way you're living that's not embarrassing no it's not and I think as well like the best thing you can do is really have that integrity of how you treat yourself and treat yeah. others within it as well be kind to yourself and that's one thing we've both said yeah in 2022 we oh, yeah. want to be more positive about ourselves and like actually speak positively about ourselves because it's so easy to be like oh I'm so stupid oh I've done this stupid thing oh my goodness why am I such a bad friend oh having existential crisis every two seconds (laughs) yeah I mean we have touched on this before Um, (laughs) and actually just saying to each other can you call me up if I'm saying negative things about myself because it's not true Mm -hmm. and it's not helpful and of course no one's perfect but it's not helpful to have that cycle in your head and I think that's the same when it comes to dating I think it's hard to put yourself out there if you don't think well of yourself and also then how can you engage well with somebody if you don't know how to engage well with yourself yeah and it's interesting because I think I think hopefully most people do know lots of good things about themselves and know like oh I'm a good friend oh I'm really good at like cheering people up or Mm. but they don't feel like valid things necessarily to say like it feels like all the things you think you're good at Kind of has to be like a quantifiable thing, yeah. something you can measure. Yeah. Oh, I'm really good at running. Yeah. I'm not. By this the way. was this was my PB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten minute for one k. <laughs> Nailed it. I walked. <laughs> we did yeah. actually just go for a run. Yeah, we did. By the way, I've been for four runs so far. It's only the 9th of January. Look at that. Not Absolutely boss What a time. 
don't want to brag, but we've been talking for a long time. So what are we trying to say? Don't be embarrassed. Yeah, I think don't be embarrassed. Like I, but I think what we can understand is that like there's two very different kind of competing cultures that we kind of are sitting within and under. Mm -hmm. And I think it's okay to be who you are and to own your story and not to be embarrassed by it because your experience is real and valid and that's your specific journey. There's nothing embarrassing about that. And I think you'll be surprised as well about how many other people have had a similar journey and actually how your journey can really encourage other people. Absolutely. That's what we found from doing this, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, just be kind to yourself and equally, I would say, be cautious. (laughs) If someone is trying to make you feel bad about your history. Yeah. 100%. And I think, yeah, I know, know what, like what your lines are with that because yeah. no one else has the right to make you feel embarrassed. No. And I don't think that's a good character quality if yeah. people, yeah, we should be building each other up. Yeah, absolutely. Building each other up. And I think enjoy, kind of enjoy where you're at. Maybe have some learning points from where you've been, things that, Maybe, like you said, there'll be things that you regret that you've not done. But why not start today? Yeah. You know, don't have to live in that regret. And also, like, maybe look back and take a little minute to think, okay, maybe these things are not the way that, you know, I'd want to be able to tell my story. I maybe Mm. wouldn't want to tell these parts. But actually look back as well and think, what are the amazing things from your story? Like, Because there'll be so many great moments. Yeah, because I think there's bad and good and obviously I don't know you know your past and there might be really awful things that have happened and like I'm really sorry (laughs) if that is the case but it's really good to actually look back and think wow how have I grown what have I learned how have I got to where I am today yeah and be really proud of yeah how you've come through it whatever that looked like yeah exactly think about that strength or that decisions or how you've navigated circumstances I feel like we've ended up doing a bit of a Ted Lasso pep talk. <laughs> don't know how that happened. Yeah, I don't know how that happened either, but there we are. That's what we're saying. Do you want to end with a quick court in chaos? Why not? We're on 38 minutes. Oh, sorry, guys. Ooh, it's going to be a long one. But, you know, you're only getting these like once every one to two months. <laughs> so you may as well hold out for the mm. full high quality content. You can always listen to it in two parts if you want. Yeah. Although it's too late to tell you that now because you're maybe just stay with the storm. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll cut this cut this going perfect um, okay so we got this email it's from two people names all names change so they're calling themselves Joyce and Grace lovely not their real names um, and this I feel like exemplifies the idea of the well the scarcity maybe mm. of men yeah. within Christian circles yeah which, which is a very real thing we've spoken about that a lot yeah and if you're a man listening to this, maybe you've also experienced the stress that it is to be yeah. outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Um, so they write, back in the good old days at uni, we, Joyce and Grace, met at a CU beach trip. We got to know each other a little bit, but not overly well, although we got on fine. Somehow we ended up falling for the same guy. Aww. We'll call him Freddie at the same time. Mixed signals were flying all over the place. Oh. Classic. And neither of us knew where we stood with him. Grace was convinced that he liked her and that something was about to happen. And mentioned it to Joyce in a passing conversation that they had been um, mentioned to Joyce in a passing conversation that they had been talking a lot and spending a lot of time together. However, things were not as they seemed. Joyce, who is oblivious to any kind of flirting. Sounds a bit like you. 
I think I am Joyce in this story. It's actually my story. No, it's not. Um, was completely unaware that he actually liked her until he asked her out. Oh, gosh. It was the perfect recipe for disaster, oh, jealousy, no. awkwardness, and the any, end of anything that could be called a friendship. Oh, no. Okay. So you've got the scene. Yeah, I've got the scene. I'm intrigued. The day after Freddie asked Joyce out, she asked if she could talk to Grace and we went and sat in the corner of one of the cafes on campus and talked. Joyce was completely upfront and told Grace that she and Fred, Freddie had been on a date. The bottom absolutely fell out of Grace's world as she had wrongly put a lot of her security into thinking that this relationship was going to happen. Despite the heartbreak and hurt, we were determined to stay friends and made an effort to get to know each other better and build our friendship. Oh, that's good. Long story short, Jesus was amazing. It was obviously hard at first for both of us to deal with, but Joyce was really supportive of Grace when she was hurting, and Grace was amazing support for Joyce when she and Freddie broke up. We know that if it wasn't for Jesus giving us both a lot of strength and grace, we'd definitely be in a totally different position. But since then, our friendship has only grown. We've Aww. become super close friends and have even holidayed together a couple of times. Aww. All a testament to what God can do with a rubbish situation. We talk about everything and laugh a lot about the reason for our friendship, which is much more important than any crush could ever be. Both of us would still call Freddie a friend, so good times all around. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, so it all went out. But yeah, that's that just, work I feel like a very classic scenario. I feel like that happens a lot, right? Yeah. And again, that I like the confidence levels and the mm. picking up of signals levels. So it was often that one person is like, oh, I really like this guy. I think he likes me. And actually, maybe he likes another person, but they don't realise. Yeah. And then nothing happens because people don't talk about it. So I feel like these guys did really well. They did. Talked about it. He asked someone out. Well. well done him. Yeah. She obviously was never going to do it because she thought her friend liked him. Yeah. And she had no idea he liked her. So he made the right move. I don't know why he was hanging out or the other one, but I guess they were friends and that's Maybe fine. he was trying to understand a bit about his lady he liked. Yeah. Maybe he was. Hmm. Intriguing. Um, but then she was very upfront. Oh. And just said to her friend, "This is it. This I'm is dating this guy," which I feel like is also good because you could awkwardly keep that a secret, and that could mm. bubble under. That yeah, it could do. Over. But I love that actually they've all they're all still friends as well. Yeah, so they've all managed that really well. I think that's really great. Yeah, nailed it. Demonstration of good communication. Yeah, and what that leads to could have been a very awkward love triangle. Worked out okay. Perfect. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also got at the bottom of this. What is wrong with people? I am not cursed. Oh, what's that? But what does it mean? I'm just going to click yeah, on this what link. What does it mean? Link to Instagram. It's loading. <gasps> I forgot about this. So this is a thing. Honestly, guys, Instagram, people with the old hashtag, like single Christian or something, I followed it from our podcast because I thought it might be mm. useful. This is what it says. Can you just, I'm going to read it in a bit of a sarcastic tone because I don't want you to think that I'm saying that this is for real. Repeat after me. I break any anti-marriage curse on my life by the power of the blood of Jesus. I come against any spirit of delay and any known and unknown blockage or hindrance to my godly marriage. I don't think I've got an anti-marriage curse in my life. Yeah, no. I don't think that's very helpful. No, I think this, yeah, I don't like that. So a few things on the old Instagram that have been making me very angry recently. <laughs> yeah. I also was a bit angry. <laughs> There's another podcast that talks about dating, mm. which... They talk about some really great things. Yeah. And I would generally lean positively, you know, say there's some great things there. But they've recently started doing like a Christian version of The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, you weren't impressed. I was not impressed by that because people are applying, mm. loads of people are applying to go on this. They had they? over 600 Did applicants. They? Yeah. Over 600 applicants. For one man. To compete, to date this man. 
I don't want to compete to date a man. I want him to compete for me. And right. Or at so. least show some kind of interest. Hello. Like, how is that even going to work? Because in The Bachelor, they're all like, you know, I just feel like I don't even know how you would do that in a so-called Christian setup. Yeah, I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to watch it and see how that unfolds. I don't want to watch it because I don't want to encourage them. I watch it. I'll let you know. (laughs) I'll tell you how it (laughs) unfolds. Am I wrong to be angry about this? No, I think fair enough. If that's like, because like, and that's, I guess, the thing as well, is that everybody will be triggered by different things. Yes. And different things will frustrate and annoy people for different reasons. Yeah. And something that you find very frustrating, someone will think that's fantastic. And something you think is fantastic, someone will think that that's really frustrating and but how is it fantastic? I don't know. We can talk to the people who have applied. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I'd be honestly embarrassed to apply. <laughs> I feel like, well, no, I'm really... Not the if, one for you. If you've applied, that's absolutely no judgment. Because I know that sounded really judgy. But for me, I'd feel like... Mm. It's not how you're ready to start, start a relationship. I don't really like I applied to date. Can you imagine me that I applied to date your dad? I applied to, oh, it's like talking to you because not I thought you were saying you applied to date my dad. (laughs) My dad's been married for 40 years. Your dad has got an advert out for dating and I for pies. (laughs) Absolutely. I don't think you'd want to date my dad. No. Lovely. Yeah, but again, I'm not Not going to be doing that. (laughs) No. Oh, it's took a turn. Yeah, there we go. So, thanks for listening. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I think, you know, this has probably been a bit rambly, but basically what we want to say is be true to yourself. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed by where you're at. And I think go out there, treat people well, treat yourself well and live with some integrity. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that if that's a kind of new, it's a new year, hopefully this will be released at some point too. <laughs> um, yeah. live Like maybe set a new year's resolution or whatever to just be more positive about yourself and to actually own if your story and your dating history is something that you struggle with like to just own it a bit more and be like you know what this is what's happened yeah maybe it was good maybe it was bad but it's not embarrassing it's just my story and this is my journey here I am yeah I got through it so will you (laughs) live to see another day yeah (laughs) and if they can't accept it move on don't want them it's not the one no not the one Great. Well, we will be speaking to you shortly. But thank you also for the people who were like, when's the next one coming on? Yeah. That was encouraging. That's kind of what's made us record it, if we're honest. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. Keep asking. We'll keep doing them. Yeah. Send us an email at taleoftwosingles at gmail.com. Maybe Instagram us at taleoftwosingles. I said to Geraldine that maybe, you know, if you might want to buy us a coffee. Oh, yeah. Um, which you can get to through our Instagram or through our SoundCloud. Um, and then we will just spend any money we receive from here on in now we've paid for SoundCloud until it renews in May yeah. on dates. So if you're backing our dating story, then <laughs> buy us a coffee and then I'll have to go on a date. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Give us a coffee. Makes every date. <laughs> but you might not want to do that, so that's totally fine. <laughs> but then we can give all the feedback, live feedback. And we know how much I love talking about yeah. my personal life. Give us the coffees. That's going to be an absolute treat. Perfect. We will speak to you soon. (laughs) Have a great week. Bye. Bye.